Hi everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today we're going to talk about letting go of the guy who is still breadcrumbing you. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. It's a really great introductory communication guide although it's quite extensive, it's eight pages. (laughs) And it outlines all of these different situations where somebody's pulling away, acting flaky, and it's in those early stages of dating where we don't quite know how to respond yet. So that is in the show notes. There is a link there and you can get it for free. We also have about one and a half weeks left before we get started with the next program of going from dating to exclusive. It's my four month coaching program and it has a lot of different elements to it. So we have group coaching sessions with a small group of women. We have one-on-one coaching sessions together where we go more in depth on your unique goals and your unique challenges and situations that come up. You can message me anytime to have additional questions answered. And then there's also an online course that gives you the structure and the guide of how we go from dating to exclusive, starting with building our confidence and then all of the dating dynamics. So it's like the definition of all inclusive and you are covered on every level in this process and in this transformation. And one thing that I always think about whenever I make a coaching investment or an investment in some area of my life is making the decision based on possibility in my future that hasn't been created yet versus thinking about the past and what I've done so far. So when you think about your future, what do you want to create? And is this program and doing this investment in alignment with creating that future? So many of us, when we're making decisions about investments, think about what we haven't done or how it hasn't worked in the past. But the person that you dated yesterday or what happened six months ago or how dating has been for you so far in the last 10 years has nothing to do with what you can create tomorrow and four months from now even. And the other thing that I think about is, so first of all, coming from a place and emotional state of possibility of what you want to create and secondarily coming from a place of fun right so thinking about transforming areas of your life achieving goals that you have and creating something that you want in the future as a fun process and it being more fun to do it in an expedited way with additional support with a community with expert guidance than it is to do it on your own Right. So not making it this super heavy decision and just thinking about the possibility and how fun it can be to do it in this way. So if you have goals for where you want to be in a few months from now, when it comes to dating and the kind of connections that you're having and your confidence and your approach to dating and all of that, then check out the link in the show notes to learn more about working together. So let's talk about breadcrumbers. So I just completed an interview with Carly Ann. Um, You can also check her out on Instagram. It's carly.ann underscore. We did an Instagram live on her page. So you can find that in her IGTV thing. 
And then she also invited me to do an interview for her podcast. So that won't be up yet, but I'm sure that she'll announce it on her Instagram. And as always, I love talking about dating. (laughs) And one of the questions that she asked me was if I could go back to my younger self and share one lesson about love, what would it be? And what I shared with her was that what I wish I had known when I was younger is that 10% feels worse than 0%. So when I think about a breadcrumbing guy, that to me is the 10% guy. It's the guy who's basically not there except to string you along with the 10%. And I definitely had ranges of situations in dating ranging from 0% to 50% to 60%, 40% guy, all of that. And what I wish I had known is that 0% feels better because when you're in connection with the 10% guy, you're constantly made aware of the 90% that's missing. So although you get that little high from the 10%, 90% of the time you're in pain, you're suffering, and you're feeling like your needs are not being met. And so I wanted to go a little bit in depth today just on this 10% guy who's stringing us along. And I want to talk about some of the big thoughts that keep us stuck, that keep us clinging to that 10% and trying to get more. Or even when we kind of know that the person will never give us more, still feeling like the 10% is better than nothing. So actually, that's the first thought is 10% is better than nothing. Something is better than nothing. Having him a little bit in my life or a little bit loving me, a little bit giving me validation feels better than nothing. And really recognizing how that is not true and how torturous the 10% feels and how, yes, it's 10% good and then it's 90% awful. And when you actually let go of that 10% and then you just get to be with yourself and be more open to connections with greater potential, that actually feels so much better than clinging on to that 10%. The second thought that I discovered when... So I had a connection that ended and even though I let the person know and told them, hey, I need space... I need to not be in contact with you. I need to move on. We establish there's no potential in this connection. They would still send me an odd message here and there and say something like, I miss you. Or when can I see you? Or where are you? Or just something like that. And, or they would ask me, how are you? And then I'd respond and then they wouldn't respond for three days. (laughs) So maybe 4% guy there. Anyways, I really like this person and it really hurt when they did that and it would bring up all of these old feelings and that's why I had said that I didn't want contact in the first place because it was triggering for me every time that he would surprise me with one of these messages and it made it difficult for me to move forward because I'd start to forget about him and of course somehow they can always sense that And then as soon as I was moving on, he would send me a message to trigger me. And I was doing my coaching on this and wanting to move forward from this connection. 
And one of the thoughts that I discovered that was keeping me stuck was every time he reached out, I would have the thought, maybe he still cares. Maybe him reaching out shows me that he still cares about me. And when I discovered that thought and I started to question it and do coaching on it and all of that, what I realized was that there have been other dating situations where maybe I ended a connection or something ended with someone and after it ended, I thought about reaching out to them and I wanted to send that text like, I miss you. (laughs) Or I wanted to just see if they were still there. I wanted to reconnect in some way and I wouldn't. And the reason why I wouldn't was because I would think to myself, what's best for them? Will me reaching out with some random text when I have no intention of actually pursuing something further with them or creating a connection with them support them? Is that actually kind towards them? What are my intentions here with reaching out to this person? And if I ever noticed that my intentions were not coming from a place of what's best for both me and them, then I wouldn't reach out. And so what I noticed is that that's me caring about someone. And actually, when I really care about someone, I don't reach out to them when I know that I don't have an intention of pursuing it. And so that was a huge shift for me where when he would then reach out, even though I asked him not to and I asked for space, every time he texted me, rather than having this instant hit of, oh, he cares about me, he likes me, it actually meant something different to me where it was more like, you don't care about me. You're caring about yourself right now. You are not taking into account what I asked of you. You're not taking into account that I asked for space or that I need to move on or that you don't have intentions of creating a relationship when you know that's what I wanted. So rather than being validated by it and thinking, oh, it means he still likes me. It means he cares about me. I started to lose that hit of validation from it. So those are the two biggest thoughts that keep us stuck with the breadcrumbing. One is that something's better than nothing. And two is that it means that he still cares about me. It means there's still potential. It means that he loves me or misses me or wants me. And really realizing that when you care about someone, you respect what they ask for and you take into consideration what they want for their life and you take action based on that as well. You consider their experience. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope that this was helpful for you and I will see you next week. Bye.